In the previous solo episode, we talked about the fact that we shouldn't try and do things that are quote-unquote realistic. I shared how it's way easier to dream on four different levels at the same time rather than overthinking the question of what is realistic. Now today, I want to be sure that we have a solid understanding of why it's so important that we never settle for what we can do or what we could do, but instead we truly decide for ourselves what were we made to do. And there are three overarching questions in the books or resources on the idea of designing the life of your dreams. But first, when I was thinking about this, I remembered back to a time a few years ago when someone asked me what I thought about all of the Conor McGregor hype. And this was at the height of his fighting and personal brand success when he was catapulted into global fame right after he actually won the doubled belt for the first time in the UFC. And I said that it's been crazy fun to watch. I absolutely love watching it. It's an unbelievable story. All of the quotes and things around Connor were just so incredible. But I really hope that he doesn't have a fall from grace and can just truly keep going like a great martial artist. And I compared it to Tiger Woods and these other major falls from grace that we see. But I thought maybe being a martial artist that the mindset could possibly be different. Yet Connor did indeed have a huge collapse. If you want all the details, feel free to just Google it. There are many times where he didn't live up to, let's say, the expectations or the persona that he put on. He definitely messed up many times. And this happens time and time again to people when they reach what they think is the mountaintop of their goal. But what if we decided that learning was the goal itself? Rather than some peak, in theory, these major collapses actually wouldn't happen. And that's a bit of the idea behind Just Keep Learning. You know, speaking of martial artists, Kano Jigero, the founder of Judo, insisted, and this is a, I was going to say famous, but I'll call it infamous. It's a pretty popular story that the founder of Judo insisted on being buried in his white beginner's belt instead of his black expert belt. And I use this phrase a lot myself. I'll just say, bury me in my white belt, like to myself in my head, whenever I feel like I'm getting a little ahead of myself in terms of feeling like I have things figured out, whether it's parenting, coaching people, even podcasting like this, I try to remember the concept of being buried in my white belt. And really, this just highlights the idea of lifelong pursuit of learning and humility, something that crept up on Conor McGregor. When it comes to the art of life, we are all perpetual learners. We should always maintain a beginner mindset regardless of our expertise or accomplishments. And I can't think of any more important way to apply this than learning about our own lives. No more distracting ourselves with social media, entertainment, chores, and responsibilities, and no more ignoring or putting off our ambitions. There's no better time to learn about our ambitions and design life around going for those things. When it comes to personal life design, our past and future can be major distractions. Worrying about things that happened or could happen is a major source of shame, guilt, and stress. 
But learning about ourselves through self-examination can also have a very positive impact. If we learn about ourselves in a healthy way, we can access those scary big dreams that stir inside of us. You know, those feelings of things like, I was meant to do more, which again, could be negative, but they can be extremely positive. Either way, it all comes down to buying into the concept of personal life design in the first place, becoming a deliberate creator of our lives, deciding as opposed to wandering around like zombies. And so I'll talk about the three main questions that help us figure out what we want in a minute, but I want to point out two really important things about life design first. One is this self-examination is not something to put off. It's not like, oh, I'll start my exercise routine on Monday. This is something that we start right now. It only needs to take a couple minutes. So there's no reason to not start today. The other thing is that we need to make self-examination a lifestyle. We should all have a regular practice of uninterrupted reflection on where we are, where we want to head, and what we're going to do about it, at least for now. And actually, a third thing, the concept of JKL and just keep learning is really valuable here too. Self-examination is a lifelong pursuit. So like we talked about being buried in our white belt, we are always searching, trying, and discovering new things about our ambitions and how we want our life to be as well. And this is because ambitions change. You know, I was playing golf the other day and I played great for the first time in a long time. And it brought back memories from a moment prior to having kids, but I won't put it all on that. But I used to spend every day trying to get better at the game of golf. I was pretty much obsessed for a couple summers. I had a friend training to play on a pro tour and I spent as much time as possible trying to follow the same practice plans that he followed. So working hard to improve day in and day out was really exciting at that time. I don't really play that much anymore and I certainly don't practice. If I'm obsessed with anything and putting in the reps right now, it's probably with parenting and I guess podcasting like this. That's definitely where the far majority of my skill building energy is placed right now. In the past, I was focused in the same way with hockey, football, wakeboarding for a short period of time, writing, teaching, fitness, and probably a bunch more things. If we think all the way back to our earliest memories, I'm sure we have all had ambitions that come and go. And it's important to give ourselves a pat on the back and permission to realize that that's not only okay, it's a good thing. But at any given moment, we need to know our ambitions. I used to waste a lot of energy being disappointed that I spent so much time on activities that I didn't end up continuing to pursue. Snowboarding's another good one. Sunk costs were not something that I was good at moving on from. I felt guilty, like why do I have this snowboard here? Why did I buy this ski pass even though I'm not going? Those types of things, thinking about the money spent on equipment, resources, courses, coaching, it would make me feel like a failure. But mostly, I felt upset about wasting my time. The most precious resource that any of us have is our time. But now, I realize that all of that negative energy was misguided. Being multi-passionate, trying different things, and enjoying learning at the exact same moment is actually the valuable thing, not what comes of it down the road. So it's actually really crucial that each of us reevaluate often. At any given moment, who are we, where are we, and what do we want? Those are our three questions. 
In this way, we make sure that we are always, throughout our entire life, pursuing the things that are in alignment with our current ambitions and values. So the first question, do you know who you are? Before my brothers died, I had a few powerful conversations with both of them. One thing that stood out was how similarly they both knew what they would love their identity to be or to have been. In one case, definitely a filmmaker or a writer, and in the other case, football player and gamer. And it breaks my heart to think that they hardly took any steps toward those ambitions. But why not? That is the interesting question that I feel could really help me help others, even if I can't help them anymore. And it starts with understanding first who you are. Are you a people pleaser or do you not give a shit what anyone thinks of you? Do you wait around until friends, family, or your boss tell you what to do? Or do you decide for yourself how you're going to spend your time? Do you spend your time achieving other people's expectations or focusing on your own? Most of us get lost in the demands of school, family, and work. Our identity gets buried beneath chores, assignments, and helping other people. Sadly, it's rare that we take the time and the space to figure out who we really are. So who are you, and do you know the answer to that question? To double-check that you aren't just settling in life, take some undistracted, uninterrupted reflection time. Now, this must be at least 20 minutes and should not include any other tasks, people, or entertainment. Great examples would be taking a walk in the forest, sitting in a sauna, or lying in the park. And ask yourself, if you go beyond the distractions, are you living your true life? Is your calendar filled with the things that you desire, or is it filled up by others? Are you living life based on routine, convenience, and what is readily available, Or are you focused on creating the life that defines who you truly want to be? In other words, are you living your life? A couple of creators that have had the pleasure of learning from in the online space create a lot of their content on the topic of life design. Trav Bell is known as the bucket list guy. His brand is built on the 12 steps to help you achieve all the things that you would like to do before you die. And Jesse Itzler created a brand called BYLR, Build Your Life Resume. The goal of his company is to help people live the life of their dreams. Instead of a traditional resume, you build habits to add things that are tied to your personal ambitions. I look up to these two, Trav and Jesse, because I have a very similar goal. It may not be as well organized or defined yet, but I want to help as many of you create the life of your dreams too. And no matter what system we use to accomplish this, knowing where we currently are is a big step. So the second question is, do you know where you are? Think of entering a massive mall for the first time. You don't know the layout at all, and you don't know where any of the stores are. What's the first thing that would help? A map. Whether it's a physical one that you find in the mall or you pull out your phone, you're going to look at a map. That is, if you were to avoid wandering aimlessly for hours looking for a store, you're going to look at the map for that star that says, you are here. And life is very similar. We want to create a map, but it's not about geography. It's about defining new directions. And this starts with that little star that says, you are here. So in your case, where are you? 
Think of this like playing a video game for the first time where it's just loading the first level or as a starting line that you're waiting at for the gun to go off. We want to define our beginning, our baseline, be completely brutally honest with ourselves and come up with our own questions or just randomly reflect on where we are. You can come up with your own questions or just randomly reflect on where you are, but here are some examples of what we could ask in case it's hard to come up with your own. Are you satisfied with your current career or job? Does it align with your passions and values or does it drain your energy and enthusiasm? Is it aligned with your values and principles? Do your actions and choices reflect who you truly are and what you believe in, or do you often compromise those values for the sake of others? Do you have a clear sense of purpose and direction in life? Are you actively pursuing your goals and dreams, or do you feel kind of stuck and unsure about where you want to go? Are your relationships fulfilling and nurturing? Do you surround yourself with people who support and uplift you, or do you find yourself in more toxic and draining relationships? And finally, are you prioritizing self-care and personal well-being? Are you taking care of your physical, mental, and emotional health? Or are you neglecting these areas in favor of other people and obligations? Once we know who we are and where we are, we can ask the third question, what do we want? Now, this is one of those things that's super simple, but not easy. What do you want? We want to replace the things that we have settled for with what we actually want. What things light you up so much that you could do them all the time? Achieving these things take a while, but the most important part is that we're working on them anyways. When it comes to figuring out what we want, it can help to learn from others. We can learn from things like jealousy. What do we see others doing that we might also desire? Or more formally, we can learn from mentors and heroes that give us some guidance. But we need to be cautious with tapping into others. We need to keep our eyes on our own prize and figure out what we long for. And this is something that we can't ask anyone else. We need to write our own unique field manual. I love this term of a field manual. Jocko Willink used it to title one of his books. In the military, a field manual presents the fundamental principles, tactics, and guidance for conducting operations. And that's what a big dream is. It's an operation that we need to go pursue, and so we need a way to do that. Once we know what we want, we need to be the creators of our own field manual. It will be entirely our own, no one else's. And this comes from building a reflection system. The world is a busy, busy place these days, and if we start designing our life, there are so many distractions that could put us right back in a rut really quickly. So like any great habit, it's important that we build a quick system to do this. When will you self-reflect and for how long? The answer here isn't really important. The only thing that matters is that we do it. I would say that we benefit mainly from not doing it too much because then we're overthinking and not doing it too little because then we let our ambitions get away from us. So roughly a few times per year or as much as, but not more than, once per month would be reasonable. And continue to refine. The goal, and remember it's a lifelong one, is to become as much of a mental minimalist as possible. 
We want to declutter our mind as much as we can. This way, as much of our energy as possible can be spent on the things that we want to do and are in alignment with the thing that we really want to achieve. Everything else would be a distraction. And so everything else might as well go away. Marie Kondo explains minimalism greatly as it relates to our physical possessions, and we can borrow some of her great ideas from that work that apply to our life design as well. In this case, the first step is to imagine your ideal lifestyle. Who are you? What do you want? And discard the things that don't belong. We should commit to a permanent system of tidying our minds rather than a quick fix or a once in a while kind of thing. It should become an actual lifestyle. And we should make big decisions first, then work our way down to the tiniest impacts and take care of those. Finally, when adding or taking away something, the decision should be based on how much joy it brings us. JKL community, I know this was a big one. I appreciate you so much for listening. I feel like of all of the episodes created so far, when it comes to goal setting and accomplishing big dreams, this is one that even I, any of us could go back to at any time to be like, okay, I just wanna do a little check-in. How do I do that? And in that way, maybe it's not that big of an episode because I really feel that it can be super powerful. As always, thank you so much for those who pass it along to someone who may benefit. This show is all about learning, growth mindset, and goal setting. And we've got a lot of fun interviews coming up again too. So I really hope that it's helping you or someone you care about. Until the next episode, all the best. And remember, just keep learning. Thank you.